Hi, and welcome to the Insecure Podcast. This is Season 4, Episode 2, Loki Distance. I'm Ahmad, and we're here with Miss Jacqueline Colt. How y'all doing? We're also here with Mr. Euro Garrett. What happened? Uh, today's episode is Loki Distant. It was written by Amy Anobi, who appears somewhere in the episode. Uh, I, I have a feeling she's in the party scene. I got to watch it again, but she, she snuck herself in there somewhere. Uh, and it was directed by Sambi Banks, who also has a show on Apple TV right now um, that I believe she's writing. So last month, uh, last episode was um, took place four months before the block party. This episode takes place three months before the block party. Um, so, I mean, is there anywhere else to start aside from take the cake? I mean, is there really Girl. any? <laughs> Girl. I'm waiting for the trap version of that. I want. I wanted. I was gonna put it on on my laptop and put some beats behind it from twenty dollar beats and just. Take the cake, take, you know, I was going to make a whole song out of it, but I don't have that kind of time. Internet will take care of you, <laughs> trust me. Because that was my first note, was like, yo, Asian Bay. By the way, just for the ladies listening, I know. Every, like, Asian Bay is legit becoming a thing. Like, people are <laughs> legit about it. And those tattoos, girl. Woo! <laughs> Thing. So, for the ladies listening, yes, I'm with you. Not to embarrass y'all, but yeah, he is lighting up some fantasies. That's all I'll say. Hey, well, Ooh. remember a couple years ago when Issa mentioned um, black women dating Asian and South Asian men, and, and she kind of got dragged for it for a little bit? I feel like she's just yep. like, oh, oh, maybe you need to see this in practice. Mm. And she definitely found yeah. found the right guy, Alexander Hodge. I, I didn't realize he was from Australia, but he is representing his uh, home country very mm-hmm. well. Yeah, oh, and yeah. I love how they they timed the smack to the uh, logo pop. Yo, that was hilarious. Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> he looked like he smacked her into a different zip code. And also has a black girlfriend. Like I really do like. Love that. Has a black, like, dark skin. Oh, in real life? In real life, bitch. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, see, like, I'm not yes. knowing. You have probably yes, heard a lot of people like, feel and it. He, and, I, and for the first time, he posted a picture of her. He's never posted a picture of her. Oh, no, he has. He's posted a picture of her before. But, like, yeah, dude. This is. Woo, yeah. Yeah. Happy for, former, yeah. Former rugby player. Yeah. Oh, wow. Former rugby player turned actor. Yep. Hey, so, um, so he got all the cake. <laughs> I don't think there's enough cake for left for anybody else ever. Um, I think she's going to be cake deficient <laughs> after this. Um, yeah. So really, hilarious. once we get past that, um, we get Issa and, and Condolo um, kind of taking a stroll to where they want to have the block party over on uh, Market Street. Um, yeah. So we got a couple things. We got Issa and Condola who are really, really, really vibing right now. And throughout the whole episode, you see Issa and Molly getting in situations where they're not being able to connect the way they want to connect. Mostly it's Molly not being able to connect with Issa and Issa mm-hmm. kind of not making time for her or crowding her time with her. Mm-hmm. Um, Jacqueline, where, where, do you, where do you see this going? I mean, if I'm being really honest, like, I do think there's going to be a moment in this episode where Issa and Molly's friendship shows what it really is. 
again. Um, but I do mm-hmm. think it's interesting. Like, I pick up on the other stuff. The thing that's weird is Molly was right. They tried to ignore and laugh at the weirdness, and they thought they found their own coping mechanism, but it turns out, like, Lawrence isn't okay with that. And, like, that was literally what Molly was talking about. Like, even if y'all work this out in a good way, it's going to be messy. And, like, she's right. Now, the way she said it and how she called her out on it, but, like, Issa just trying to run to good vibes only and just ignoring everything else, is not going to probably go well for her. Yeah, or, or well, one of them is going to have to sacrifice the the relationship with Lawrence. It's going to be either yeah. Condola is going to have to sacrifice it, or he's is going to have to disrupt the relationship with Condola. But all three of them might not be working out as this happy triangle. What do you think, Euro? Oh yeah, just like I said in the last my last uh, tradition. Um, yeah, I, yeah, somebody's going to uh, yeah that relationship is going to break up. You know, in a in a very wild way before that block party takes place. I'm so, sorry. Um, if I'm putting this prediction out here. Lawrence is going to be dick deep in Issa before that block party happens. <laughs> oh, that, like, oh for, that shit is going I, I don't, down. I don't think there's any doubt that – I, I don't think I, – I, I think once we saw him last season, we're like, okay, he doesn't show up at the tail end of the season after being saying he wasn't on the show for nothing and then show up mm-hmm. so quick into the beginning of this season. So mm-hmm. I think there's definitely something going on there. Um, yeah. So, so Jacqueline, I'm going to hand you the, the win for this week because um, you called it. Molly was right. You know, she was, she was right about, she was right about uh, Andrew. You know, obviously Andrew had some, some stuff that he, he's not quite ready to open up with her on. So she was right to kind of have her feelers up. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so you, you take the W again, as usual. <laughs> Basically, all this means is that I've written too many sex scripts without becoming a television writer, and <laughs> <laughs> that makes know sense. how they think. Okay, <laughs> I know how they. And think. we're gonna take a two-second uh, sponsor break. So listen to a words from our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Okay, can we talk about uh, Tiffany's uh, weird-ass Halloween get-together? <laughs> <laughs> wait, no, wait, because let me say, though, those costumes were fire. fire. Yeah, that was, oh, they definitely were. They yeah. definitely were. The yeah. Babs, yeah, Kelly and Babs were hilarious. <laughs> the, wait a minute, the, though. the Babs one was, yeah. was <laughs> like, legend status. <laughs> And what people also don't realize, those are all movie costumes. That's, like, another thing that kept on theme. And Issa mm-hmm. with the Jigaboos from school days, which I'm yeah. like, yay, that, good. That I had to look that up because really I have not seen school yeah. days. Even though it just showed up on Netflix, I have not seen school days in, like, a million years. Uh, honestly, <laughs> it's not my favorite Spike movie, uh, mm. except for the argument in with Sam in the parking lot. Um, <laughs> but... I had to look that one. I was like, oh, okay, okay, okay. But the but between Bring It On and Baps, I mean, that was yeah. those were two epics. Yeah. But yeah. but Kelly, I love that nobody helped Kelly out of that chair. <laughs> no. And and Not Tiffany was that. trying to give out broccoli infused toothbrushes. Yeah. yeah. Tiffany, stay crazy. Stay. <laughs> hey, it's a very I, LA I thing to that. do. It's a very LA thing yeah. to do, though. <laughs> I hope they yeah. actually show her in a lot of pain during that labor. I really would like to see that this season. I know that's not nice. <laughs> Molly has the Bring It On outfit. Uh, Issa's got the Jigaboos, like you said, from school days. Tiffany is doing Cleopatra, and Kelly is, is Holly from Babs, which 
I, I, I'd love to talk to you with the production design, the costume design, who built the wig for because that was kind of also amazing. Mm-hmm. So um, with the um, – yes? No, go ahead. I was just going to say, I was like, yeah, we need to give them props. <laughs> yeah, they're doing the most. I mean, the costumes look great, honestly. Like everybody was like top, super top notch, but but Kelly's Kelly's was was the jacket, top, the whole thing taking the cake. Hopefully, we get to see a little more Kelly, like one on one Kelly. But right now, I feel like she's been just jumping in and kind of doing the comic relief. But we haven't get yeah. gotten to see too too much of her this season. Uh, let's talk about the second show real quick, too, the uh, Where's LaToya with Rose Tranberry. Um, <laughs> can we just talk about the drawing of when they talk to, uh, what's her name, Detective Rawlings, and they, have, they say, well, we got a picture of her, and it was a drawing in crayon of a lady standing in front of a car, and she called her Toyota. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the funniest part was uh, on brand. Well, Lawrence, after what did he say, like, they're never going to find him or something like that? Yeah, he was <laughs> like, they never find us, which is true. <laughs> like, there's, uh, I think, um, between 64,000 and 75,000 missing black women and girls yeah. in the U.S. right now. So, yeah, they, mm-hmm. they ain't finding nobody. <laughs> nope. Um, none, none whatsoever. So it was, it was nice to see that they kind of, even though they did it kind of low-key this week, they threw – through the uh, Where's LaToya in there. And also Lawrence and Condola were talking about Where's LaToya in the other part of the episode as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you guys think TSA is done, done, or do you think he's going to come back? I'm like, yo. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> the booty, uh, what do you say? say. <laughs> he called it the, the button. Yeah. The button. The button. And do you think do you think she's ghosting him because of that, or she's just ghosting him because of the other thing that we're going to talk about in a second? Uh, definitely the other thing. Yeah, definitely the other thing. Yeah. yeah. Like, so let's talk about the other like, thing. <laughs> well, wait a minute. Before we talk about the other thing, it's not even how he does the other thing. It's just the fact of what she says to Molly. Plan B was becoming my plan A. It's like his dick is broken <laughs> for having babies. Like, his dick can only do that. Like, it's like self-sacrificing. It only does one thing. Non-procreative sex. Yo. That's that's, that's the problem. Yo, the condom condom scene. (laughs) The awkward. So, so I I believe we had a conversation a couple of years ago, the last time the show was on, uh, about Issa's kind of misadventures in uh, um, prophylactics. And how maybe her misadventure was that she was not using them. And people yeah. kept calling her out on this. So I feel like there's a couple of times where Issa is talking, and I know she didn't write the episode, but she's talking directly to the audience. Like, oh, you guys want to drag me for talking about Asian men? Bam, here's one. And you're going to love it. And secondly, oh, you, yeah, know? you want a condom? Here's a condom. And literally threw it in our face. Yeah. Yeah, also, you know yeah. what? You know, who had, well, who, you know, whoever had that awkward after sex, you know, okay, what what happened to it? Where is it? Yeah. Where'd you come? <laughs> <laughs> By the come? way. I, I love how she had the, the nerve to look around it in the bed. Yeah, really? No, <laughs> she knew where it was. You know where it was. Uh, also, <laughs> also, I will say this for Issa, for, like, talking to her haters, What's really interesting is 
she is so much better and subtle at it than a lot of creatives because a lot yeah. of people, yeah. like especially black folks, like whether it be black as fuck or whether it be Spike Lee, which she's got to have it, or even like I saw this shit with like Ricky Gervais with his show. They just want to say what they really oh, want to yeah. say and they put it into the show and it's supposed to be like this ground profound moment, like, you know, Spike talking about British actors and like black yeah. as fuck, him talking about people not keeping it real. Issa's just so much more subtle with her bullshit. Yes. Like, it's, just, yeah. it's so much better and so much more effective. Instead of, like, calling out the problems with, like, this, like, that next episode, they've already previewed it, like, where he's like, is he crazy and rich? Bitch, I died. I was like, <laughs> this is exactly what would happen if you brought an Asian dude home. Woo! Yes, I love it. Is he Korean? <laughs> Um, and and then Honestly, the, the samurai joke earlier. Yeah, oh, the samurai. samurai. <laughs> yeah, but I will say you in knew. LA, Koreans not that racist because that's just a numbers game. There's, there's more Koreans yeah. in LA than there are any place else outside of Korea. Like Shoot, they got a whole yeah. area. They got a whole ass yeah. area. <laughs> they yeah. got a whole ass a lit area. Yeah. yeah. So, With some of the greatest spots in America to get Korean barbecue, easily. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think it also played to the kind of tensions between the, the two groups as well. Like, she spe- yeah. spe- specifically called out Korean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> especially in L.A. Five yeah, especially years. in L.A. <laughs> um, and can we also talk, we finally found out where Andrew works. We don't know what he does, but we know he, he works at uh, – had a, whatchamacallit, Live Nation. So that was interesting because I'm super yeah. curious what he's doing. Also, can, uh, I, talk about, uh, can I talk about the, the scene when Lawrence is talking to uh, the boys and uh, Tiffany's husband oh. says, it's like, damn, I miss Dallas. <laughs> yeah, it was nice to see Clark and, and Chad back. We haven't seen them for a minute. Uh, Chad is straight local, as always. I mean, Chad, you could you could watch a half hour of Chad. Yeah, but I like that reference that he got swole because he really did. Like to just go from season you know, <laughs> to now, to like like happen, that would have been a problem. It's like if they had another season of um, Silicon Valley, they would really have to be like, what the fuck, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kunal would just be like, yo. Yeah. Oh. Uh, we got two really good lines out of that scene too, because the uh, the Derek telling Chad you look like a box was uh, excellent, and uh, Chad they gonna start a podcast about your dick, which was probably <laughs> my favorite line in the whole episode. Yep, yep. Next Big to podcast. Calvin's, I'm great at fucking, ain't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, oh, it was yeah. good seeing them. Also, I want to jump back to TSA Bay, uh, Calvin. I like that they're showing this big dude. They're not making fun of him for, for being the big dude. They're just throwing him out there. And Calvin is just naturally funny. That dude is hilarious. <laughs> but I'm real curious if he's if he's done for good or we're going to see him. Well, he's probably going to have to do security at the uh, the block party. We <laughs> of course. So, yeah. so what do you guys think about, about Lawrence's move to contact Esau on the side? This is setting up that dick appointment that's going to happen later in the season. So that's, I'm hey, happy with it. He, he didn't go in. He didn't get he didn't he got out of the car but he didn't go in so at least he's smart enough to understand some boundaries and knowing what could possibly get him into trouble later and because Issa seems kind of open 
to just chatting up with him, and he seems very like, okay, uh, as he said, we could just hang up, which sounded like a Kelly line. <laughs> yeah. Look, see, Issa's um, just trying to get this block party popping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think she said she saw the guy who performed uh, Justice Allah performing at uh, – he played a video for her, and she liked it. So she put at Hunan, at Hunan, of all places. Shout out to Chase Tiffany. Oh, mm. oh okay. Hunan and uh, and uh, Hunan and then uh, Lamert off of, in, off Dagon across the street from Hot and Cold. See, see, this is why this is why you were an invaluable part of the team, Earl. <laughs> I love the local yep. perspective. Yeah, also the aerial photography in this episode was great. There was a lot oh, of yeah. um, mm-hmm. Madera shots in there and Inglewood shots. I saw. Um, the the wiener schnitzel over on on uh, Slauson. I used to work down the street from there, and a lot of just good good shots of like La Brea and stuff. I'm real curious um, also why Issa's little neighbor selling the chocolates was looking for a rabbit, but I'm sure that'll pop up later. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely come up later. One thing I will say is like it was very interesting that meeting with Condola and Molly and Issa because. Issa is actually speaking on the other side of that. Like, I'm the same way as Issa. Don't be inviting people to shit that, like, was supposed to be just one-on-one, especially me, because, like, I'm an extro- I'm an introvert masquerading as an extrovert, and I like one-on-one. <laughs> like, I, like, too many people, it's like freaking performance. Like, just you and me, we can have a moment. Don't be inviting nobody, especially, like, because, like, that was a bullshit move on Issa's part, straight up. Mm-hmm. They needed to catch up, clearly. Because clearly, once he found out at, the, at um, Tiffany's at Halloween that she didn't even know what was going on with, with Molly and, and Andrew. So we mm-hmm. know that they're probably not connected. I mean, obviously, Molly's connected with, with uh, everybody else, even Tiffany. And even Tiffany knew and Kelly knew. So we, we kind of know that that was a big deal, especially where we left Molly um, at the last episode with her kind of seemingly, you know, having some issues with Andrew. So we know that they, in, in two different parts in this episode, they've three different parts because she tries, Molly tries to call her when she's at the Schoolboy Q show, and then she tries to come. Then she has the opportunity, the lunch, I mean, the dinner thing, and then when they're hiking, how she kind of doesn't bother telling um, Issa what's going on with Andrew. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, are we, uh, what do you guys think about Tarion? He's still trash, right? The lawyer? Tarion? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I appreciate Molly for trying to, like, make things better, honestly, because, look, coming into any new job is always like that. Um, yeah. But I appreciate her at least trying. Yeah, she's trying. She's yeah, because, you know, uh, sometimes, you know, that's just basic office politics. You know, sometimes you're yeah. not going to immediately uh, connect with people. So, like, the best thing is just kind of, like, give them their own time. Yep. Sometimes you just gotta just you yep. know just give it all time. You know, what I mean, folks come around eventually, mm-hmm. and it's not avoid the fuck yep. out of them. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, remember it was like everybody against Molly at the end of last season. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Clearly, things have not necessarily uh, resolved themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The uh, the hiking part was interesting. Like like I said, that by towards the end of the episode, that Molly's like now she's actively not telling Issa what's going on. But it was nice that yeah. Molly was... We're seeing Molly being a little more mature about how she's handling this relationship. So I guess she really does like Andrew. Which 
surprising. Yep. Mm-hmm. As um, say, that's growth. Growth, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say this, though. Like, it's really funny because I had a parallel situation with a friend of mine who is currently evaluating whether or not um, somebody that they're close to is a friend for a reason or a friend for a season. And mm-hmm. it's, it's like what Molly's doing. It's like, I'm going to back up and see if this is really something that I want in my life. You know, and so I appreciate her at least taking time to like evaluate it in a non-petty way. Yeah, 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 yeah. With Issa and Molly, you both see that they're growing, but it also seems that in both of their personal growth, they're also that personal growth might be pushing them apart. I mean, yeah. clearly they're still both in completely different places in life, yeah. and you know, sometimes it's it's super hard to navigate that stuff. Um, Molly's trying to reconcile this relationship with this dude, and Issa's fighting with that. Yeah. I will say Uh, this. Little side note, uh, Condola's shoes, when they meet up and start talking about that mayonnaise on french fries, those shoes. Yeah, I love love mayonnaise (laughs) on french fries. Oh, my God. Yeah, gross. See, you've already taken back all the goodwill I just had. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I'm like, you know, it's just a little, it's just, you know, a little simple AO. You feel me? Just, you know. <laughs> so, Euro, what do you think about some of, like, the locations that we're using in this one? Especially all the Ladera yeah, stuff. Yeah, East is right, yeah. Hiking in Ladera and Kennetown and all of that, yeah, they're hella annoying. They're hella annoying. That's why I have a thing to wear a head toes, because I feel like they always be trying to climb in my ear. <laughs> I always wear a hoodie. They could be, like, 160 degrees outside. And I wear a hoodie <laughs> just so I don't have to fill with mats, like, all of buzzing and stuff. Like, that's, like, super irks. Yeah, it irks the fuck out of me. So I get it. I, I like how first, when Issa's kind of dancing all weird, the lady's like, is she okay? And then the <laughs> second time, like, she's fighting with the net. I mean, like, Issa yeah. always looks crazy. But, yeah. <laughs> but that, that shot of that was great. I mean, like, the view there, I think it's – Oh, yeah. What I like about the show is they also show – kind of the nicest parts and the nice parts of the areas that people who don't go there don't ever see. You know, you don't see Kenneth Hyde Park. You don't see the, the, uh, the uh, Ladera trails. You don't see the views up there. I'm sure they'll probably get to the stairs over and cover one of these mm-hmm. days. I mean, that just in all the spots at market street, you know, seeing how nice market mm-hmm. street is. There's so much of these city that you don't see on any other show. You rarely see in other movies. Um, it's, it's nice. It's, it's a nice take. It's, they shoot this show. I mean, it's very mm-hmm. beautiful, especially a lot of the shots in this episode were great. A lot of a lot of drone-looking stuff in it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's probably like it. So, like, I remember I did an interview with Patience uh, Penny mm-hmm. um the second season in Skill where They actually had a block party on Market. They actually had a block party on Market. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was like, yep, uh, you know, L.A. is a character in its own. <laughs> It's, it really is. It's yeah, definitely it's a character on this show. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's All really right, a character girl. song. Um, what was, did you have any other favorite parts of the episode? Um, definitely the, uh, yeah, definitely the uh, condom scene was hilarious. That's just great yeah. comedy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she lit, like literally threw it at the audience. I, it was, it was ballsy, it was direct, and it was like, okay, stop yeah. asking me about it. So, yeah, Point I think that we will leave. Yeah, we will think, let you off the hook. Yeah, I think that's probably the most hilarious gross out scene on Insecure since like the uh, the come shot to the face episode. Oh, like oh yeah. Two. 
<laughs> yeah, I think that was season two. Yeah. Yeah. This show is not they're they're like, Oh, we will we can step up to the MA rating that HBO has afforded us and go yeah. there and then some. Yeah. 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 All right, well well next week it looks like we're gonna get a little more Chad, which is always funny. Hopefully we get a little more Kelly, which is always hilarious. And I can't mm-hmm. wait to meet Molly's mom and family and see how this Andrew conversation is gonna go. Euro. <laughs> Miss Jacqueline was kidnapped by ninjas. Um, so she is vanished off the face of the earth. Hopefully we can pay the ransom and get her back next week. But Mr. <laughs> Yogara, where can we find you online? Yes, uh, Twitter, Yogi, Instagram, Yogi323, Xbox, TSN, Yogi, website, Yogi.com. And what are you playing right now? Xbox on TSN, what are you playing? A lot of stuff, a lot of different stuff. Uh, you know, got I'm still playing the Final Fantasy VII Remake, South Square. Um, and an indie game that my homie made called uh, Beat Down in Treachery City, which is a great indie game. Okay. Yeah, great. Okay. Great. Indie game. We will have to check that check that out. I think I'm going to try to play some Horizon Zero Dawn and maybe get the DLC for that. We'll see. All right. I love the crap out of that game. Um, <laughs> you can find me at Ahmad Childress. You can find Jacqueline at, at that Jacqueline. She is usually on Instagram with her cute puppy. Uh, that's it for this week. Thanks for listening. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at at Smothered Potato. Um, you can find the podcast on iTunes. You can listen to us on Spotify, and Stitcher, on iTunes. If you're listening on iTunes, you know, go ahead, like us, and give us a, a rating and all of that stuff. Leave a leave a review. And that's pretty much for it this week. We'll catch all you right. next week. Peace. Peace. This is a fun episode.